0: Hey guys! I have to tell you about this all in one shake that I'm freaking loving. It's called Kachava. I love saying it. It's actually hands down the best thing that I've found to help me get all my essential nutrients into one day. Kachava is the all in one superfood shake made up of high quality plant based nutrients. It's got greens, superfruits, plant proteins, antioxidants, adaptogens, probiotics. In other words, literally everything that your body craves to feel your best. And I know what you're thinking, something that good for me cannot possibly taste good. Mm, wrong. That's where Kachava really earns their over 52,000 five-star reviews. It actually tastes freaking amazing. It's very creamy and smooth, and it comes together with just water. And it comes in five delicious flavors. Personally, vanilla and chai are my personal favorites, but it also comes in chocolate, matcha, and coconut acai, which I still need to try. Some people like to drink it as part of a healthy breakfast or lunch, and other people love it as a protein packed snack before or after a workout. It's really perfect for that because it has 25 grams of plant protein per serving. Personally, I like to add mine to my overnight oats. I add a scoop and I mix it all up to get a little more protein into my oats. And literally, I can have that for breakfast and feel satiated, nourished, beautiful, functioning all throughout my day. It's incredible. Please send me more of it because I love it so much. It makes me feel very, very good. And guess what, guys? Kachava is offering our listeners 10% off for a limited time. Just go to kachava.com slash morbid, spelled K-A-C-H-A-V-A, and get 10% off your first order. That's dot com slash morbid. Hey, weirdos. It's me, Squeaky Frome. And me, Tex Watson. And this is... Is morbid.
1: We're not squeaky in text.
0: I'm Ash. I'm Elena.
2: That is stuck in your brain that I murdered somebody. What do you want to call me a murderer for? I've never killed anyone. I don't need to kill anyone. I think it. I have it here. Maybe I should have killed four, five hundred people. Then I would have felt better. Then when I felt like I really offered society something.
1: We're it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hello, weirdos. Yay. We're in a very, very hot pod lab. We are <laughs> swelter-skeltering.
1: Swelter-skelter! Oh, it's so hot! <laughs> you so funny. Thank you. So, I actually, so we're going to be continuing Ash's favorite, uh, trippy guru. Trippy! <laughs> Charles Manson. Yeah. And something kind of funny happened two days ago it was what? kind of perfect timing we didn't we didn't plan this it just happened we
0: also haven't talked
1: about it so you were going yeah, to hear so this my is live reaction exciting leslie van houten was denied her 21st parole attempt on june 30th uh, which one her 20 her 21st wow girl so apparently in january of this year of 2018 yeah um the parole board actually recommended her to be released Whoa. Because she's, like, getting education in prison she's, like... Changed she I'm not 19 now. anymore, I'm, like, 68. Like, fuck you, Leslie.
0: Like, that and... doesn't change the fact that you're still a murderer. Well, and the governor
1: of California, Jerry Brown, overturned that. Hell was yeah. like, oh no. Hell yeah, because Gerald. he was like, what the fuck, she's a monster. And he was like, have you not listened to True Crime Podcast? She's the worst. Like, hey guys, go <laughs> listen to Morbid, True <laughs> yeah, Crime she Podcast. she was brutal. And he said, the reason he overturned it was... The aggravated nature of the crime alone can provide a valid basis for denying parole, even when there is strong evidence of rehabilitation and no other evidence of current dangerousness. So a judge was like, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, like, that's great that you're cool now, but you weren't and you still did a crime. She,
1: she, I mean, she stabbed people, as we'll talk about later. She hella stabbed. She was one of those, and she's one of the girls that you see in all those pictures, yeah, with the three Manson girls that are. And the she carved her fucking face over, who were like carving their face and shaving their head and singing songs as they walk into their murder trials. So she didn't give a shit, yeah. and she was nineteen at the time, right? So
0: like you knew enough to i just wanted to make sure like a shit. leslie
1: knows that she's a piece of shit and it doesn't matter that you look like a friendly grandmother now yeah you're still a piece of shit we got it you're <laughs> a
0: prom queen or homecoming bullshit blah yeah. blah blah like whatever you will murder yeah you stay in prison. at the end of the day you will murder her
1: truth yeah i think that was my update on her so cool and i had and then later uh, i have something else to say about One of the victim's mothers has made this kind of very difficult for her to get out of prison, which I'm like, you're a boss.
0: Oh. But yeah, sick. All right. Should we just, you know, like... Yeah. I think we should just jump right into it. All right. They've been waiting long enough. You guys have been waiting. (laughs) All right. So just to recap, um, I think we talked about the song that Dennis Wilson claimed as his own. And it is um, Never Learn Not to Love, but it was originally ceased to exist when Charlie wrote it. Because Charlie wrote it. Charlie did write it. And it is a song that you can listen to. But (laughs) Charlie's not singing it. Unfortunately. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, So... Yeah, Dennis Wilson really pissed Charlie off. Yeah. To the point where Charlie left a bullet in his bed. Which, you know. Just saying like, hey, I know where you are. Sending messages. I know where your kids are. And like, <laughs> fuck you, Dennis, essentially. <laughs> but what it comes down to is that Charlie knew that he couldn't actually like get the family after mm-hmm. Dennis or do anything to Dennis because Dennis had close ties to music producer, I yeah. believe. Terry Milcher. Yep. So. Big name. Big name terry milcher oh also his mom was i believe doris day yes yes, yes okay she was cool beans I that written down somewhere yeah um, which is crazy yeah but anyway he had produced over 80 hit singles within a few years yeah he's no joke so he was really just doing the damn thing he's he produced for like thing. the doors other people you <laughs> know the important one is the Doors. the doors <laughs> to yeah honest. um so manson was like i i believe we said it last episode like super determined to get signed by terry milcher yeah so I milcher to be a rock star damn it he really just wanted to be the sixth beach boy oh because i did some yes. research and there are five so now we all also know. i didn't actually do research i was just watching a documentary and i counted them so i hope i didn't incorrectly count that's research research sure. that's fuck research. yeah, yeah. i trust your counting skills i'm fucking swelter skeltering i've so. seen i've seen you count before one two three, you're pretty, four, pretty five. good at it
1: you're pretty good at it thank you you're
0: welcome So yeah, uh, Milcher heads over to Spawn Ranch uh, to listen to Charlie and some of the family perform. (laughs) Manson tells the family afterward that Milcher promised him a record deal. Wrote a contract. Why didn't anyone see the contract? Yeah. (laughs) Who destroyed it? Were paper shredders alive back then? That might be bullshit. Probably a little bit of LSD. And um, you you had to make a correction. Oh, yes. Speaking of LSD. What was that? Was that Annie? I don't know. Did you just go boom? (laughs) Why does this shit keep happening? I don't know. Yeah, this is weird. Someone went. We might be in a haunted laundry room. I don't know. What's I? I don't know, man. Maybe
1: maybe Charlie's like, tell them what
0: I was actually. Yeah, I keep forgetting that
1: he died. Yeah, so maybe he's like, you got it wrong. Maybe
0: he's like, Ash, you look like one of my followers today.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) We should probably mention that before I even go into this um i know we said last we sent a picture out last time. i didn't
0: we're not taking one today um <laughs> i didn't do this on purpose yeah. either
1: and last time ash was dressed as a flower child yeah and today
0: now i kind of look ash like a murderer because i'm sweaty and hot and <laughs> two bios <bothered. by>
1: <laughs> in a tie-dye t-shirt and no shoes which yeah. is so manson family. yeah yeah so, like i'm pretty positive that ash has officially joined <laughs> the manson family after his death i might have i mean go It's like man. you don't have time for don't shoes sometimes the
0: just go for it i was already late and i just couldn't find shoes i mean
1: we don't all have time for shoes yeah it's summer fuck shoes <laughs>
0: hell yeah okay but so your correction my correction is correct we, me well bitch. It's, not,
1: it's not even correction it's just like an addition so we mentioned LSD quite a bit. That right, that's what he, which he did use yes, quite a not bit. wrong. And he had his followers use it quite a bit. That is totally right. But there's also another very potent substance. Which this is
0: cool that well, he was up.
1: giving his followers in the form of a tea. So a super trippy tea. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is it's it's a plant called belladonna, and. I think it's they basically use the root to brew the tea, uh-huh. and it's crazy hallucinogenic. Like, like you only, can hallucinate way more for, than LSD. Like weeks, literally. Like so. Tex Watson is one of the followers that is a main guy that we're gonna. I mean, I have a little thing to introduce him next because I don't think we've introduced him yet. No, we haven't introduced and, um, him, but like we a haven't lot introduced of them. a lot of the the new the key main players. Yeah, this is. It's kind of. I'm mentioning it because Tex Watson was on this stuff when the murders occurred. So. Right. So this is a plant that grew around Spawn Ranch where they're currently staying in that whole commune lifestyle, and um. Tex watson in an interview said that charlie and him were driving through the hills of spawn ranch they met some guy the guy kicked him off their land manson is like a huge big shot obviously and was like i'm gonna poison him do you know how to poison people and he was like yeah there's this shit on the ground right here that'll fuck you He's up like, for here days. it is right here but it was belladonna and charlie was like oh shit i can start using this in smaller amounts and just have people tripping balls everywhere and that was Charlie's dream. He just so, wanted everyone tripping balls. tripping balls it's to be a rock star, <laughs> and he had one of the girls making tea from it because apparently she was very adept at making tea of Pelotana. Such and a fucking love child. This or girl love thing to do said that she had some of it and she was feeling the effects weeks afterwards, having blackouts weeks afterwards. So this shit is no joke. Yikes! Now this is just from the tea you actually bite into that root and you're going to be fucked up for like ever for like your entire In life before the tape murders that we're going to mention soon. He bit into it. I'm just like ate some of yeah, it. Yeah, Like he said, he just bit into it. It looked like a yam. So he bit into it. So he said he is quoted as saying people call LSD a hallucinogen, but it is not anywhere near as hallucinogenic as belladonna. I mean, you hallucinate so strongly that you completely lose touch with what you would call reality. In other words, If I were on Belladonna now, I wouldn't necessarily have to be seeing all these people in this courtroom and all of you. I may just be seeing palm trees in the ocean in another reality. That's insane. So he would literally just be somewhere else. It's like, that's how hardcore it was. And he said at one point it made him, like, foam at the mouth (laughs) and shit. Holy shit. So it's like, no, so I think that's one of the things he was using, too, to, like, just fuck these people up. And I mean, and Tex joined the group. His name is also Charles. Which is yeah. funny. What they call them Tex because he was from, from Texas, from a small town in Texas, and he just kind of like met. I think they met at Dennis Wilson's house. Yeah. Like during all that shenanigans. He just fucking met Tex. Who and knows? And then he was like, "Hey, you want to be in my family?"
0: And Tex was like, "Yeah, I'm fucked up. Let's do this. Let's do <laughs> well, this. Here that's I basically... am." Okay. So <laughs> uh, Manson tells the family that Milcher promises him a record deal. Paper shredders, fucking contracts, never happened. By um, <laughs> later, Milcher has second thoughts. Apparently, I don't know if that's true or if it just never happened. And he tells Charlie that he does think his music is good, but he says... like he I... got a
1: lot. A lot of people said, like good. He people was... were just kind of like, you're kind of weird. Charlie's <laughs> main problem
0: was that he's fucking bananas. Like, he's
1: bananas. Like, you had ha-
0: Just tone it down, bruh.
1: Seriously, I think he was just too excited.
0: But, I mean, so was Ozzy Osbourne. It worked for him. I know. But I feel like the music that Charlie wanted to do, you couldn't be. And he
1: was surrounded by, like... It would be cool if he was surrounded by a group of, like, just normal... Like, like flower, flower ladies. Like flower chick, but yeah. like I think these girls were like little, a little, little gnarly, much. and the dudes around him too, because he was getting dudes around him. Now. Yeah, so it's like, I think there was just a lot. of There's weird just too much
0: going like... on. Um, he says his music's good, but I wouldn't know what to do with you. <laughs> and I wrote That is... he literally says I would not know what to do with <laughs> I you because how do you market him? I, that's the he problem. He didn't know, and well, like, I don't and know, and I don't know if you know.
1: That's the thing. They they're like you can't. You're talented in a way yeah but like i don't know how to bring
0: you to society right that's the thing and that's why charlie hates yeah. society yeah because they didn't rough. know what to do with them that's kind of a bummer um so that i wrote is the moment where charlie in Gall capital letters loses his <laughs> she shit really um uh-huh. <laughs> Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. We put a lot of love into our merch, and we absolutely love seeing you guys get it in the mail. But have you ever thought of everything it takes to get it into your hands? It can be kind of horrifying. I remember way back when, when we were like a little baby podcast, and we were doing it out of the dining room table, it was crazy. But luckily... ShipStation. We heard about them. And ShipStation takes care of all the scary parts of the shipping process and helps you automate tasks and manage orders all in one simple dashboard. I think that is like the best thing about ShipStation is that everything is in one place. So you're not going to have to like sit there and be like, oh, did I did I put that up on Etsy? Did I put this up over here? It's all in one place. It actually helps you integrate everywhere you sell into one solid place, so you're not going to make little hiccups along the way. You also can get up to 89% off of USPS and UPS rates. You can compare rates, print labels, and automate notifications to your customers. Like I said, it integrates with Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify, and more, and you can quickly and easily update order information. And also, it makes the return process a lot easier because it has smart recommendation for exchanges, which I think is a super big plus. Make shipping less scary and get more done with ShipStation. Go to ShipStation.com and use code MORBID today to sign up for your free 30-day trial. That's ShipStation.com code MORBID. So just keep in mind that Charlie knows Milcher lives on Cielo Drive, but what he doesn't know is that Milcher moved out of that house, and that is when Sharon Tate and Roman Polanski move in. Just a little tidbit. But there's a few things that we got to go over first. Charlie's enraged by Terry Melcher's alleged betrayal, and he becomes more obsessed with Helter Skelter and creating the race war, like we said last time. Yes, because it was like during the race riots and stuff, right?
1: So he was like, "Oh, I think he had a little mm-hmm. like he and he said he the- used it, yeah, exactly." And he thought like the White Album was giving him like codes only them, like, yeah, pointing like he was like telling the the Beatles knew him that this is just to us, like they know
0: that we're listening. It's like well, maybe he was doing like a little bit of Belladonna. He was doing a lot of Belladonna, I think.
1: Like early January 1969, like after they were like really getting into the White Album and started to think that, it, that this White Album was speaking to them, that um, Charlie positioned the family in like L.A. in mm-hmm. another house. And it was basically so that they could monitor the situation. That was his whole thing. Like, 'Cause it was racial tensions in LA and they wanted right. to monitor everything and see how it was panning out. And that um, was the
0: Canary Yellow House. It was a canary
1: yellow house in Canoga Park, which wasn't far from Spawn Ranch, so they could move between them easily. They called it their yellow submarine because, you know,
0: the Beatles song. I so. think they liked the Beatles. I mean,
1: I feel like maybe they did, but I think we're just assuming that because of the time. Yeah. I they think knew were being one a little song. presumptuous. They might have known a couple songs. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I'm not sure. Maybe they could name one of the members. They I knew um, Heelter Skelter. Heelter Skelter. Have you heard that one? Um, I haven't heard that one personally. Yeah, me either. But I trust you that it's a song. It is. That'll make sense later. Um, so, <laughs> he basically, he called it their yellow submarine for the Beatles reference, obviously. But also... Because he wanted to make the group submerged beneath the awareness of the outside worlds in their submarine. Um this is where they started like singing songs together and recording songs. And... Kinda wanna hear them. Right. It's like one of those things where you kinda wanna hear them. Kinda any... don't want it at all. Something bad might happen if you hear them, so it's like, I don't know.
0: Like I'll feel like I'm on the fucking weird team. Yeah, I feel like it's like the
1: ring tape. That, like, you're like, yeah. I want to watch it. I don't. But I'm going to die in seven days Yeah, if I'm watch not it. watching that shit. No, I'm not going to watch that shit. Fuck that. But I'm also not going to listen to this shit. That's so. <laughs> true. But it's the same thing. So, this is also where they came up with the whole helter-skelter plan of the race war and they were going to do all the shit. So, this ultimate plan, helter-skelter, yes, is as follows. The family would create an album of songs similar to the Beatles' White Album. But different. Probably totally as good as the White Album, too. Doubt it. Because their skills were on point, I bet. Charlie's were. Probably not Beatles on point, but, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. (laughs) So, they were going to create this album of songs, and they were going to put in all this hidden shit that was going to be triggers for people to understand that Helter Skelter was a Like us. how they felt the
0: Beatles were exactly. talking to It
1: was going to be like subtle codes. That I feel they like your it.
0: husband's never going to listen to the Beatles the same. I feel like he's not, but. He still will, though.
1: He will, yeah. I mean, our child's name is Lennon. You also played the Beatles so. at your wedding. Just want to put that out there. We like the Beatles. In Just the triangulate ourselves. ourselves. Not as much as the Manson family, no. or not in the same way, but we like the Beatles. Um, So, what was going to happen, this was the plan. This would trigger everybody to understand that a race war was upon us. Helter Skelter, go at it. So now, they were going to say that these murders that they committed, the ones that we're about to talk about, they were assuming that everyone was going to assume that black people did this. So this, these awful murders that were committed by black people, obviously, Mm -hmm. that was going to be met with, like, crazy vengeance, and that there was going to be this crazy split between the races that just grew even bigger. Right. And then... They also knew that within the Caucasian race there was going to be racist white people and non racist white people, as there is. Now those white those two groups were going to like they converge upon themselves. each other. And it was basically going to be like self-annihilation. Right. Like the whites were gonna annihilate each
0: other. But then and again,
1: I'm using the whites and stuff. This is all like from their his, plan. Yeah. So this was going to end in, you know. Black people triumphing over white people. But then. But. So this would happen. And then the family who were riding out this whole shitstorm underground. In the bottomless pit. In something called, quote unquote, the bottomless pit.
0: Which they started to make, right? Basically,
1: they were making a secret city. That's what they wanted to make. Beneath Death Valley. And they were going to call it the bottomless pit. And that's where they were going to ride out this whole shitstorm. And then they were going to emerge after the white people annihilated themselves. Like, how are they even supposed to know? Exactly. This is just all... Drugs. because dirty hippie shit. This is drugs. Drugs. Because Drug. this is when they would come out and they would rule over the black race. That was their whole plan. Is that they were going to come out of this fucking bot- like underground city and that black people were going to be like, oh my god you must be it you are gurus and they were all just going to bow down to them and then they'd rule over them
0: so they were like racist pieces of shits also
1: they were racist as fuck
0: yeah and i mean later
1: charlie carved a swastika, swastika in his his head, head so yep. so did he did he just
0: turn the x into a swastika
1: i mean i think the x probably healed i don't know if he did it that
0: yeah cuz the x healed he, forever he later else. had
1: the swastika tattooed onto his own. Yeah. He so, carved it was, first yeah. and then it
0: was tattooed. So yeah. Who fucking tattooed that? So that's that? the ultimate plan. So he starts telling members of the family that they're gonna have to show the blacks how to start Helter Skelter. Just oh, yeah. like help them, Just you know? Help them. Just give them a helping yeah. hand. And he called them the blackies a lot. Yep, the blackies which is- Makes yeah. me
1: feel some type of way.
0: Yeah, I also didn't call them the blacks. I just that's the quote. No, yeah, I was going to say that. As, I'm not a horrible well, person. When we
1: say these things, it's from his mouth.
0: It's quotes, yes. Like we don't call people the blacks and the blackies. Sure so do. Know
1: that. Sure do. Yikes. Um,
0: Yikes. So, <laughs> Charlie puts Tex Watson, who we mentioned before, in charge of preparing the family with money intended to help them during like the conflict, the race war. Um, Tex. It says he defrauded African American drug dealer Bernard lots of Papa Crow. <laughs> Love it. Is like is that how you say that? It is. Lotsa Papa. You have it
1: exactly right. Lotsa Papa. Great. Lots <laughs> of Papa.
0: Like I got a lot of dads. Lots of Papa. Um, Crow. So he defrauds him. So does that mean he just like lies to him or like robs yeah, him? Like I didn't get that.
1: I found. I think he think it was basically like he owed him money or like he drug said money. He was gonna give. Yeah. It's like it's a very weird. It's unclear.
0: Yeah. It's basically new. he lies to this guy and this guy gets pissed off
1: But basically yeah.
0: and this guy crow lots of papa um, threatens to wipe out the whole family yep. and Charlie responds to this by showing up to his apartment on July 1st 1969 <laughs> and shooting him yes so you know that's how I take care of all my problems yeah. as well it's I mean well, perfectly understandable you know, yeah um, Manson later sees a news report of the discovery of a body of a black panther and he believes this to be the body of crow. However, that is not the case because, because he was not a Black Panther. One was not a Black Panther and two didn't die. Yes. He didn't kill yeah. him.
1: It was... So he later <laughs> he was like boss. shows
0: up in like these like news reports and blah, blah, blah.
1: So oh, at this point, he basically, because he figured now the Black Panthers were going to be coming after, after them. them. So he turned Spawn Ranch into like...
0: He puts, night, like, armed guards. Like, he put, like,
1: night patrols. Like, he was, like, we need to be ready because Helter Skelter is coming
0: down very soon. Because we fucked over this like, black guy. Like, he was, like, guy.
1: this is it, guys. Like, it's happening. But
0: Crow wasn't a Black Panther. No. So I don't know why. <laughs> I think he just assumed that all black people were. I think he just were, assumed, yeah. I don't... I he, think he's just super racist. He's just misled. understand. Yeah. I don't you really know. know. Fucking Charlie. Fucking Charlie. So he's still convinced... I mean, they didn't get any money because Crow got pissed off. Yeah. And um, he's still convinced that the family's gonna need money, so he sends Bobby Busalel. Is that how you say it? Um yes, okay. I think so. I'm it's a very say it like that. weird
1: Beausoleil, maybe Beausoleil. Beausoleil.
0: Beausoleil. Okay, so he sends Bobby Beausoleil, Mary Bruner, who is the chick that he was married to. Yeah, the to, first I'm sure. girl, the first girl. Yeah, the first. They girl. have a kid together. Yeah. Um, they have like Moonbeam or something or Valentine Pooh Bear, Pooh Bear, yeah. Pooh Bear. Yeah. Close. Um, Moonbeam Pooh Bear. <laughs> you know, fucking every name under room. the book. Yeah, Sunshine Dust. Yeah. Um, so he sends Mary Bruner, Bobby. How do I say it again? Beausoleil. Beausoleil. and Susan Atkins, crazy motherfucker. Yeah, Susan Atkins to the home of Gary Allen Henman. By the way, I think she's dead. Yeah, I think she did yeah. die. Um, <laughs> anyways, so he sends them to the home of Gary Allen Hinman. So Gary was a music teacher and PhD student who some of the members of the family had previously stayed with. He's described as like basically the nicest guy like ever, the kind, gentle soul. And he was oh, like yeah. he took in people yeah. a lot to stay with him that yep. needed to stay. That's how he
1: befriended them in the first place. Right. They stayed with him for a little bit.
0: Um, Moral of the story is don't be nice to people. Yeah, don't. Um, So Manson, for some reason, thought that Gary had stocks and bonds and also believed that Gary owned the property on which he lived.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, His idea was to send the members of the family to his house to convince Gary to join the family. Clearly, this does not go as planned and the family ends up holding Gary uh, hostage for two days. Yep. Um, During that time... Mary, uh, Mary. During <laughs> Mary. that time, Manson apparently slashes Gary's ear with a fucking sword. Yeah, a fucking sword. Like, Charlie Manson, where'd you get a sword? Charlie Manson, settle down. Yeah. Like, just settle Drink down. some regular tea, maybe some sleepy time. Like, what are you doing with a sword, bro? That's the last thing like, Manson needs. Yeah, can
1: you imagine that little turd coming into your house
0: while you're being held hostage by these funky, dirty and Charlie's hippies? Charlie's just like, here you go. And he comes in
1: with a sword. He's ba- like, what
0: is happening right now? Uh, he's wild. Like, ugh. So, he slashes his ear, they hold him hostage, and basically Manson instructs Bobby, I'm not going to say his last name because I keep fucking it up, to shoot Gary. Yep. Um, Beausoleil, by the way. But thank you. <laughs> um, I just like saying it. Now. I just don't. <laughs> Someone writes in Blood on the Wall, political pic- piggy, and draws a panther paw. Ooh. Which might have been Susan Atkins because she did some drawing. She does some shit. She's all about the drawing. I
1: also found an alternative theory as to why they killed Gary. Himman. Gary Himmann. Cool. So there's that, and I think that's part that of it. That is a theory, yes. Um, and I remember hearing, and this is courtesy of last podcast on the left, so I want to get who them we just cred. saw. We did see them, and they were amazing. That show was so good, so good. Um, they actually said that they researched and found that gary hinman may have been like a small time mescaline dealer oh and that he made kind of like a funky batch that like didn't go so well bad drugs and that the family had ended up before all this occurred before they you know held him hostage and all that shit they were, like, the middleman between his drugs and this biker gang. So okay. they were, like, selling to the And the biker, biker game gang comes up later. The biker gang got this bad batch of mescaline. And was real pissed. And was pissed at the family for selling it to them. So the fam- then Charlie was like, fuck Gary. Now we gotta fuck him okay. up. Okay.
0: So that might have been part I of it. I feel like that's that makes sense. Like, it makes sense. So maybe that was part maybe of it. Maybe that's the whole story. Yeah. That could be it. Um, A biker gang comes up later, too. They do. So, Bozalai? Beau Soleil. Yeah, Bosa a nice. slay. Beau's slay. But don't, dude, because no. he did, no. actually. And he he's Bosa a dick. Slayed. Yeah, he's a dick. Um, <laughs> He was arrested on August 6th after yep. all this um, for actually driving Gary Himmons' car. <laughs> but job. he says he only went to the house to recover money um, paid to Gar- Gary for bad drugs, so I actually had that written down. Yeah. Out. Oh, there you go. Um, and he said the women only went along to visit and say hey to Gary. <laughs> Just, hey, they were. Buds. Hey, Gary. Just like, what's up, Gary? Hey, Gary, Gary. Um, this is a very different story from the one that Susan Atkins tells, which is that Manson told Bobby, um, Mary, and her to go to Hinman's house get his supposed inheritance of twenty one thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and also he told her that if she wanted to do something important, <laughs> that she would kill him to get his money. Cause that's it that's like, important hell yeah that's the only important thing you can money do. yeah um two days after the murder of henman gary tells the family now is the time for helter and, skelter and they found the murder weapon in the tire well of his car oh yeah like, that's how dumb yeah come on like really like they're
1: so hippie they just don't give a fuck like you're, you're giving them all these tasks and they're just they're
0: hippies yeah
1: you're giving hippies tasks and it's not it's not gonna work out so, spoiler alert it is not going to work it doesn't out. work,
0: work. So yeah, it's time for Helter Skelter. Yikes. Yikes. So I wrote, August 8th is when shit gets real, people. It's true. It um, really did. Manson instructs Tex Watson to go to the house on Cielo Drive and kill everyone inside. Uh, he tells Susan Atkins to leave a sign, something witchy. Something witchy. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. <laughs> Have a good day. I Have was, a good day. It's like a 2020 interview and he's talking to, I'm pretty sure it's Diane Sawyer. Probably. And, everyone talking to Dan, Diane Sawyer. Everyone loves that Everybody. lady. Everybody. Everybody talking Everybody her. in the club with <laughs> <of> Diane Sawyer. <laughs> um.
1: Okay, it's time to commit. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: But he says he's like, <laughs> he's just like going over it. And he's like, I said, leave a sign. Like, I would tell you something witchy. Something witchy. And then he goes, have a good day. <laughs> and it just makes no, you. no sense. Like <laughs> It totally does. He told her to leave In a sign, head, something so witchy, sense. have a good day.
1: Well, and the whole point of these murders, too... Was Bobby was in jail now, Beau right? Soleil, yes. And they were like, "We need to get him out." Like the girls came up with this, and they were like, "This is brilliant. Let's commit murders that look like that Gary Hinman murder, so that they'll think that the murderer is still out there." Hashtag drugs. So that's why they were like, "That's why they were like, right on the walls and shit." Because
0: we wrote on the walls at Gary's at house. Gary's. So that's why they like kept that going. We're just writing on hella walls. We're just writing on walls. Well, and um terry milcher used to live at this exactly. house. exactly so it was like a they picked that house specifically because, because of that but the reason they were like let's go right the main reason part of it was to get that yeah so he says leave a sign blah 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 um and linda kasabian is the getaway driver patricia krenwinkel's there too and, and kasabian
1: had only entered the family a month earlier by the way so <laughs>
0: patty's there too patty, Big patty. um
1: now, there was five people actually on the Tate property, but there was only four that were actually in the house at this time. There was Wojciech Frykowski, who was one of Roman Polanski's childhood friends. Um, his partner, Abigail Folger, was also sleeping in the house. Um, Jay Sebring, who is the ex-boyfriend of Sharon Tate, and he was um, a famous Hollywood hairstylist. And um, those were the people in the house with Sharon Tate. She was also in the house at the time, obviously. And then Stephen Parent is another victim who was only 17 and just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time and was outside on the property.
0: Poor Stephen Parent is leaving the Tate house as Tex is cutting the power line and so he's cutting the power line he just hopped the fence and then he hops back over because he sees lights coming away from the driveway headlights Mm -hmm. and Stephen parent who was just trying to sell a radio a clock radio
1: yeah to the caretaker to the caretaker who was there question mark he was because he lived in the guest house like he he lived in the caretaker's he says he didn't
0: fucking hear anything yeah i think maybe he was off the property a little bit terry milcher used to live there but now sharon tate and roman polanski live there yes and and Sharon Tate was like a
1: huge name. She was then. literally an it girl, and she was not even in like huge movies. She was just dropped. She was gorgeous. in um,
0: fucking that the Ed the talking horse. Oh, was she? Yeah, I didn't even know that she was the girl. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's so crazy. She was also in like
1: Eye of the Devil and the Fearless Vampire Killers. Yeah, and like the, people loved her. Like, yeah, she, like everyone knew who Sharon Tate was. Well, and she Roland was so Plancy pretty. Directed Rosemary's Baby, mm-hmm. so. She but, was, and
0: she was only 26 years
1: old. And eight months pregnant. And eight and a half months
0: pregnant with Roman Polanski's child. But, okay, so Roman Polanski is away in Europe or something. Yeah. Along those lines. He's out of the country.
1: Yeah, he's and, not there. And he was. He said that, like, that's not being there that night was the, is the biggest regret of his life. That makes my heart hurt really badly. Yeah. I mean, he's He's kind of nasty. But at the time, he wasn't But that's wasn't another yet, podcast. So. Yeah, he wasn't. Maybe this changed him. Yeah, who
0: knows? Um. Okay, so... Tex Watson is cutting the power line, and um Stephen Parent is leaving the Tate House. Because he was trying to sell a clock radio I'm to. 17 years old. 17. And he was trying to sell a clock radio to the caretaker. The caretaker didn't want the clock radio, by the way. Yeah, I don't so, even think sold so he sold it there, him. but like, no reason at all. Yeah. It was like 2 15 in the morning when he left. Yeah. Also, like, why didn't you try to sell it earlier in the day, poor thing? Well, I
1: think he went there earlier and they hung around and like chatted for oh, a little while. Because okay. they said like
0: he hung out for a little while. So he was just literally in the wrong place at the wrong literally. time. Literally, like and had no
1: connection to Sharon Tate,
0: and no connection whatsoever. This. Okay, so he was met by Tex in the driveway, mm-hmm. and he begged for his life. He said, "I will like leave. I won't tell anybody that I saw you here. Like, just let me live. Please let me live." So he died, like begging for his life, and was shot four times at point blank range. And he his right hand in the was face. right in the face. His hand was also slashed by a knife. Ugh. Probably a defensive wound. A de- absolutely. Yeah. Trying to get away. Or, poor thing. I know. So they, Tex walks into the house. They like cut the screen and they break in through an open window, I think.
1: Yeah. Which, okay. Okay. Lock your windows, everybody.
0: It was like a wicked, beautiful summer night. Though. I know it Where We're, our windows are open
1: right now. Oh, but I'm not leaving them open when I go to sleep. You better believe.
0: Do you want to hear a fun Do story really fast? Do not sleep really with fast? open windows,
1: everybody, because you know what? Fresh air is for dead people
0: okay <laughs> wow that was it's true yeah fresh air will get you dead and yeah you know just put on an air conditioner a few weeks ago me and annie were at her house like all alone and i we closed all the windows and locked them and then we went to go sit on the porch but i don't know why we had done we closed all the windows first i think it was like the night before or something yeah and then we went to sit on the porch and the door locked behind us so we couldn't get back in and <laughs> we had to call the fire department Kidding, so that was that? cool yeah so maybe don't lock all your windows just leave one open no i'm lock kidding Lock all your windows i'm just kidding the lock fire department windows. is always there if you get locked well, out and of also, your home just
1: like at night stay in your house yeah
0: we were still in the house we were just in the sunroom
1: <laughs> when you're going to sleep yeah
0: lock all your windows and doors yeah that's all i am I stand
1: by that because all these people were asleep i'm not saying it's their fault i'm just saying that's a very it's a nice thing. precaution and something that it's we've a nice learned from all this shit that if you go to sleep lock all your windows and doors Mm-hmm. Because Seems so, to
0: be an easy-in. They, like, walk up to the house, and Tex, I forget which girl he was whispering to, but he's whispering to one of the girls, oh, and yeah. Wojcik wakes up to Tex, like, over his face with a gun in his face, and he's like, Wojcik is like, who are you? And that's when Tex says to him, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's work.
1: Which, can you imagine waking, because he was on the couch, just sleeping on he the couch.
0: Taking, like, he was taking, like, it's the middle of the he's night, sleeping. he's sleeping.
1: Like, it's 2.15
0: yeah. in the morning, like, somewhere around
1: there. And it's like someone just puts a gun in your face, and you are like, "Uh, what?" And, and he's they like, just, "I am t- the devil," and you are like, "Here to do the devil's work." Awesome. I feel, like, "Cool, like glad." <laughs> like, sweet. Is this a nightmare?
0: The fuck, awesome. So the family gets everyone into one room. Um, Sharon Tate and Jay Sebring were in one room, like just chatting because they were they were like good friends. They had dated at one point, but they were just talking. They were up in bed talking, and then Abigail Folger was reading a book in bed.
1: And Abigail Folger. is is the the heiress to
0: the Folger like coffee like coffee legacy
1: (laughs) (laughs) like whatever though oh and she was the partner to
0: Wojcik yeah Wojcik and Abigail were dating
1: yeah um okay think about that the next time you brew some Folgers
0: yeah think of (sighs) her just like say a quick prayer pour one out oh oh just like pour like a coffee thing pour out. one out pour some of your beans <laughs> yeah. out for abigail pour some
1: of your ground she's but... probably like
0: fuck you guys i know she's like you guys are
1: assholes just... oh man
0: man abby we just dabbled um <laughs> Okay, so they are they get them into one room and they're trying to get them to lay down on the floor and they're, like, tying them together. And J.C. Brin gets really pissed off because he's super protective over Sharon Tate. This is
1: adorable.
0: Well, and also because she's fucking eight and a half months pregnant. Eight and a half like, months, months pregnant. Like, she's about to have everybody. her baby. Yeah. Like, in a couple weeks. And they're screaming at this woman to lay down on the floor. And,
1: like, you can't
0: lay down when if you're If you've not ever pregnant. been eight and a half months pregnant, you know that breathing is hard enough laying down on the floor is just not an option it's just not going to happen i mean i don't personally know that but i can imagine Yeah, it's so he gets wicked pissed off and he's like just trying to protect her and be like yo she's literally super pregnant she can't do this yeah he's like just let her sit yeah just let her she can't lay down right oh this like stresses me out this makes me angry i know so a scuffle ends up like breaking out between jay and tex so Tex Watson and J.C. Sebring start fighting because Tex is an asshole. Um, and the <laughs> I special... actually have that written down: assholes in huge letters. Oh my god, amazing! Boom. Um, <laughs> so basically, he di- Jay Sebring J.C. bring dies protecting Sharon Tate. He gets yeah, Tex... stabbed and shot to death. Yeah. by Tex. Like
1: because he defended her.
0: Right. And actually, um, and I don't think did he die at this point. From what I read, yes. Oh man um and he was 35 years old that's awful so then as this is as this scuffle kind of breaks out um frekowski and folger make a run for it or make a break for it excuse me after they free themselves of their ties and they run to the lawn um tex catches up with Frykowski, whose legs had been stabbed multiple times by susan atkins um tex beats him over the head with a gun multiple times stabs him repeatedly and shoots him twice As this is going on, Krenwinkel runs after Folger, stabs her, eventually tackles her to the ground, and Krenwinkel says, while she was stabbing her over and over again, that Abigail Folger looks up at her and says, like, I'm already dead.
1: Yeah, she just kept
0: saying it. Like, I'm already already dead. dead. I'm I'm already already dead. dead. Stop. And you fucking stab somebody so many times, like, she knows that she's gonna die. Yeah. So Tex comes over because he thinks he's done with Fragkowski, and the two of them just start stabbing her together, and she was stabbed 28 times. So Frankowski struggles across the lawn because he didn't die after Tex basically, like, beat the shit out of him Mm. in an attempt to save Folger because that's his girlfriend. And he's finally murdered by Tex in a final series of stabbings. He was stabbed 51 times. Jesus. Talk about overkill. So Sharon Tate is still inside. She's begging for her child's life because... I mean, she's so close to having this baby, and she just says to them, like, let me have this, my baby, and I'll be a hostage for you. Just let me live long enough to, like, give birth to this child. It's awful. Um, she was stabbed 16 times by Susan Atkins, and basically, like, her last words were she was crying out for her mother. That makes me... She was just going, mother, mother, mother. So sick. Like, so sick. It's awful. And she was fucking pregnant dude like how do you like, stab they <sighs> and are, like literally that camp. should be i don't know if it was but that should be two counts of murder in and of itself i really should i think now i don't know if i know then... with like the um peterson lacy
1: lacy that's i was like lucy lacy peterson person. with the lacy did he get charged thing, for two I, he got charged for, she was super for pregnant. her and connor because oh. they treated connor as a human because he cause was because he, yes, right. he was another person So I think now that's changed. I don't think it was back then, then, but I I know now it's a thing.
0: Yeah.
1: And you know one little, like, side thing that's really fucked up? When they were all outside attacking Frykowski, he was, like, screaming at the top of his lungs. And there was children camping nearby. Holy shit. From the Westlake School for Girls. They were on a camping trip nearby. They heard him die. Like, they heard him screaming. They heard Tex attacking him. Like, yeah, and I bet they never went camping again. Yeah, and and while that was going on, Linda Casabian, the one who was the getaway driver, she was keeping who only, watch, and the one who only joined a month earlier. Yeah, she was. She was there. actually saying to them, uh, like telling them to stop, like screaming at them to stop stabbing at him. Yeah,
0: and um, Atkins just looked at her and said, "It's too late," and walked back in the house. Oh my god, At Susan Atkins, and they so. say that, I mean, all of these people are fucking crazy, but they say that Susan Atkins was, like, legitimately, like, fucking nuts. Like, yeah, just, like, and dark side of the moon shit. You would have to be. <laughs> um, she also tried to tell them that someone was coming, and they didn't believe her. Oh, really? Yeah, she, and she was trying to basically stop it. Oh, damn. Um, also, Susan Atkins said after stabbing, or during the stabbing of Sharon Tate, that she felt nothing.
1: Oh, I, I heard, heard that, I, too. That I she said that, and I watched nothing. it today. She goes,
0: yeah. I felt nothing.
1: Yeah. You're stabbing a pregnant woman who's begging for her life and you calling don't out feel to feel her mother. Anything? And also, again, she was 26 years old.
0: That's young. Oh, and Susan Atkins had just had a baby. like oh. a maybe a few I months earlier. Or, like, a couple... Like, she had just had a kid. Oh, that makes me sick. Yeah. So, you were just pregnant and got to have your kid, but you're going to kill somebody else and their unborn child. And it's like, dude, I don't And feel care. nothing about it. That should change you. Yeah. Because...
1: So for her not to even think
0: of that is like, whoa. It just shows how fucked up and heartless she is. Beyond. So she says she felt nothing, and upon leaving the scene, she picks up a towel, which had previously been used to bind the hands. It was actually Krenwinkel. Krenwinkel did did this? this? Oh, okay. So Krenwinkel picks up a towel, which had previously been used to bind the hands of the victims, and she wrote PIG on the front door, like in all capital letters.
1: And they actually, they were going originally, because they had tied Sharon Tate, jay sebring and folger together uh-huh. with a rope and then they slung the other one over a rafter and like when they'd killed jay after they killed jay they like tex like pulled on the rope to make them stand up mm-hmm. folger in a in a tate and that's when he like went after all of them but he charlie had originally said hang someone like hang oh them. i didn't know that and he said make it look like a reverse lynching so that it looks like the Black Panthers did it. Are hanging a white Are person. hanging white people, and then the police will think it's the Black Panther. Like, it'll be another thing to make it happen. Whoa. And so they originally were going to hang all the victims afterwards, but they literally said everything was too messy and we were tired. Have
2: you heard you can listen to your favorite gripping investigations ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free true crime. That's amazon.com slash ad-free true crime to catch up on the latest episodes without the
1: ads. Fucking hippies, man. (laughs) And Charlie was pissed. Like, don't send a hippie to do (laughs) any job because they were like, we were tired. Like we spoke too much. Like it was messy. We were tired. We didn't feel like hanging them. Wow. Like cool. And um, Tate was found like almost naked, and one of her breasts had been cut off. As there was, and it was from as because like, they stabbed her so many resulting times, resulting from stabbing so indiscriminately and so savagely that they had severed off one of her breasts. Holy shit. Yeah. And there was an X on her stomach carved in her stomach like fuck you like so not only did they like kill a pregnant woman but then they literally put an x on her stomach where her baby was and charles manson said he didn't feel any compassion for the victims when he heard what happened afterwards and that um he was more pissed that they brought like less than 100 bucks back from that and um charlie actually went back that next day and wiped down the crime scene oh or or, or like a couple hours later he went down he went to the tate residence went back in there where all the bodies were and wiped down the stuff of like evidence wow yeah and he didn't he left an old pair of glasses there to try to like fuck up the police which i guess it kind of worked because they like started going
0: towards that the glasses yeah well they found he also fingerprints later on well that's
1: so Clearly, he didn't Charlie did not a criminal mastermind here because... Charlie's he not the best job. custodian. No. Even
0: though, doesn't he kind of look like he could be, like, a crazy fucking custodian? He does look like he... He could be He's a just crazy custodian. like, person. have a good day. Have a good day, kids. <laughs> do something with you and have a good day. Um... The housekeeper, Winifred Chapman, showed up for work at the Tate house in the morning and Uh, she was the one that discovered the bodies. Are
1: you fucking kidding me right Um,
0: I wrote in parentheses, poor sweet angel. Oh, seriously. So if that wasn't enough excitement for um, one (laughs) night, the next fucking night, August 9th, 1969, the family members drove to 3301 Waverly Drive in Los Feliz. Manson accompanied them this time because he was really displeased with the chaos that ensued the night before. And he was going to show them how it was done. Oh, yeah. So this was the home of, is it Leno? Leno. Leno. Leno and Rosemary LaBianca. Um, and he was like a supermarket executive. hmm And she was a dressmaker. She had a dressmaking shop. I think so. Um, and the home that they lived in was next door to a party that the Manson family had attended the year previous. So Manson and Tex went up to the house through an unlocked back door. Please lock your doors. doors
1: guys.
0: But you know what? it was the fucking sixties, and you didn't think about that shit then. No,
1: but you know what?
0: It sucks. Think about it now. Yeah, fucking now you know. Again, I say, fresh air is for dead
1: people. Yeah, so that's a good trick. Remember that.
0: Um, Manson woke up a sleeping Leno. Right? Leno, Leno. Why do I suck? <laughs> um, woke up a sleeping Leno from the couch, holding him at gunpoint, and he had Watson bind his hands. Um. Rosemary was then brought into the living room and Watson covered the couple's head with pillowcases and then tied the pillowcases around their neck with a lamp cord, I believe.
1: Yeah, and actually Manson went back to get Rosemary to bring her out and he just whipped the covers off of her and said, wake up, lady, you got company.
0: Which makes perfect fucking sense (laughs) for Manson.
1: And then he he left and said, have a good day. Well, and they were also, I think, at the Tate murders... At some point, like, in the very beginning, Tex said to all of the people, all the victims... You got company? Like, um, no, he said, oh. like, you have to die first, th- tonight. Like, he basically told them, like, we're going to kill you. Oh, my God. Because when they originally went in there, we're like they were like, we're just getting your money, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, he was like, we're going to kill you. And that's when they all freaked out and started fighting and running. Right. And it was bananas. So Charlie was like, when we go into this fucking house, no one fucking say that you're going to die. Like, don't tell them because then they're going to freak out. So this whole time he was telling Leno, "We just want money," right, and Leno gave them money out of his
0: wallet. Immediately. And she gave the uh, she gave them seventy dollars out of her purse. That's is what, what and, I read. Somewhere. And he
1: also said, "If you take me to my store, I will give you a shit ton of money. Like I'll give you all the money you want. Just take Jesus. me to your store."
0: So it's like, dudes, you could have just. Just robbed them. Like, fuck. <laughs> like, it just pissed me off. I was like, Also, damn imagine it. how much Sharon Tate had. Yeah, She really well, had money in the and house. And that's
1: what's funny. These people they left had no idea stuff. that they were in Sharon Tate's house. They how didn't you... know.
0: Well, because they were living on fucking Spawn None Ranch. of them knew
1: that it was Sharon Tate until they watched the uh, the news reports the next day. Oh, my so God. So they had no idea. They came back from that Tate murder with less than 100 bucks,
0: Right. And they could have easily had and so much money. Yeah. Um okay so he says wake up lady you got company which is just perfect for manson (laughs) (laughs) so she was brought into the living room the pillowcases and then they tied the pillowcases around their heads with um a lamp cord um manson then left and instructed krenwinkel and leslie van Houten to go inside and kill the couple
1: and it was because he was a big giant baby yeah and he was originally gonna get his like he was gonna get in there and do it and then he, he like, couldn't be part it. of this and then he was like i can't do it because these people are just sitting there complying with us right. these poor people are just being like take what you want do which i'm like want.
0: does charlie have someone of a
1: heart well he's not as i mean he's not as evil on that plane level because it's like he looked at two people that well, he and at least had some them. slight bit of empathy because he looked at these people not fighting back and just complying with them and being like take my money, you and, can he have my money and he couldn't do and he couldn't Kill them,
0: but then he was like, "My family members are fucking nuts." Yeah, he was so like, "Let's go get Leslie Van Houten and Patty Krenwinkle and you guys go do it." Yeah, so he tells them to kill a couple. Um, Tex begins stabbing um, Leno. 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 Fuck. <laughs> What's his last name? Labianca. La okay, so he starts stabbing Mister Labianca with a chrome-plated bayonet. Which I'm gonna ask you: Is a bayonet a gun? It's like that gun with like the big sharp. Thing. Like poker, yeah. Okay, whoa.
1: At least I think that's what it is.
0: The first thrust went into his throat. Um, after stabbing Mister Labianca, Tex heard a scuffle in the bedroom where Rosemary had returned to. So she somehow got back into her. I bedroom. think it was
1: um Charlie, if I remember correctly, brought her back into the room because he thought it would piss Leno off and get him fighting but
0: then he didn't but it didn't
1: they were still complying they were just trying to comply so that's when he left got Leslie and he was like Patty you guys do this shit," and we're like you go in there so they went into the bedroom where
0: Rosemary was okay so Tex heard a scuffle and I he went in there probably because he didn't want this getting chaotic because Charlie yeah. was gonna get pissed again
1: and there was a scuffle because she heard her husband dying right so she started fighting, like, a f- motherfucker. Um, yeah, she which, took
0: the lamp like, that was yep. around her neck and started just, like, swinging at them to keep them yep. at bay. Like, get the fuck away from me. Good for her, man. Like, she fought.
1: And Leslie said that she just kept... Leslie Van Houten. Fuck her, man. Yeah, she said worst. that she kept just saying, please be still to her.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Like, that? no, that's what she was saying to Rosemary. Oh, I thought like, Rosemary was woman... saying that to her. Like, no, please be still. this is literally fighting because she's hearing the love of her life dying in the other room, and she's fighting her ass off, and Leslie Van Houten is like, and then I just told her, please be still. Like, fuck you, Leslie. Like, as if I'm going to be like, okay, literally, random bitch you, in my house. Like, you're tell- you're literally sitting here being like, please be and still, as I'm listening as to your As if she friend fuck it, I husband. doubt she said that. She was probably she's just trying to be like, I was so gentle. I hate Leslie Van Houten I was the so homecoming much. queen, and I was gentle. I don't know why. She pisses me off. Maybe it's because she thinks she deserves to get out of jail. Yeah. Like, the other ones are
0: at least like, yeah, we are pretty we fucked did up. Fuck But up she's shit. like, I'm different than I was. And I'm like, no, you're not stupid you're bitch. Um So she was trying to keep them at bay, and she kept swinging the lamp. That was, I think it was still tied around her neck. Probably. And she was just trying to get them away from her. Tex stabbed her with a bayonet, and then returned to the living room where he continued attacking Mr. LaBianca. Um, he'd been stabbed a total of 12 times and his body was then mutilated by, I read Tex and then I also read Susan Atkins who carved war into his exposed abdomen.
1: Yeah, I read it was Tex that carved
0: war. Oh, excuse me. So Susan Atkins later said that it was Krenwinkel who did this, but I believe Tex owned up to it. Yeah, Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, Tex, I believe said he did it. So Susan Atkins is just being crazy. Yeah, she's just fucked. Um... Tex returns to the bedroom where he finds Krenwinkel stabbing Rosemary with a knife that she took from the kitchen. And Manson had instructed Tex that both women needed to play a part. Like, they were both still needed murder. their hands dirty. So Tex instructed Leslie <clears throat> Van Houten to participate. She, Van Houten later said that LaBianca was already dead when she participated. And the autopsies do show that many of the 41 stab wounds were post-mortem. That's, and see, I think she's a bullshitter. Oh, I do too. Because I don't think she was
1: already dead, but they said that when Patricia, because Patricia did the first stab for Rosemary and stabbed her in the back and she severed her spine. Oh
0: my God. With that stab. So she was paralyzed. So
1: she wasn't moving. So I'm sure she thought she was, maybe she thought she was dead. But it was just that she wasn't moving. But Leslie also said at first she didn't want to stab her. But then the more she did it, the more fun she, she liked was. liked it. Like, she was having fun with it. And she said, I was obsessed with the knife. Once it went in, it just kept going in and in and in.
0: Like, yeah, that's what happened. when definitely you Definitely her, her asshole. Out. Yeah. But yeah, you think that you're yeah. good enough to, oh my, I can't. And I
1: actually have a clip of Leslie Van Houten talking about the murder real quick. Oh, damn. So we're gonna play that real quick. Pat and I
2: took Mrs. LaBianca into the Was she screaming? Not at that point. Mostly, what's going on? What are you going to do? And um, I tried to hold Mrs. LaBianca down, and and her head was covered with a pillowcase. I don't know if I did that. I could have. And um, she heard her husband dying in the living room. Who killed him? Tax. Stabbing him, too? Yes. And when she heard, she struggled. And Pat went to stab her in the knife bent. And she was yelling out for her husband and by that time I was um, very torn inside you know I felt that I needed to really almost be a good soldier in this mission that had to be done and I, I was not also saying why am I here or did you not question why you live? I don't even know if I could have put that together. I wanted to get out of there as quickly was as possible. She, how was she killed eventually? She was stabbed. I, I went and I called Tex, and I um, said that we weren't able to kill her. And then Tex went in the bedroom, and Patton went into the living room, and I went and I stood in the hallway. And then Tex turned me around, and he handed me a knife, and he said, do something. And so I went in, and Mrs. LaBianca was laying on the floor,
0: her. Where? In the lower back. Around 16 times. So... Okay, Leslie. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Right. <laughs> Rotten jail. Yeah, for ebbs. Bye. Sir so Tex is cleaning off the bayonet and fucking showers in their house. He took a fucking shower. Of course he did. Like, you're not company, bro. You're gross. You're an intruder. And Crenwinkel wrote on the walls, Rise, death to pigs. And she wrote... <laughs> Not Helter Skelter. Thing, she right. wrote Heelter Skelter, Skelter on the Which, refrigerator door. How many times
1: did she probably see that phrase written down? I just think it goes to show that these people are And it's like, you couldn't dumb. get it right when Hielter, you needed Skelter. to get it right. Helter Skelter. Well, and she was probably
0: wicked fucked well, up definitely. on drugs. Well, and you know they also left a knife stuck in Leno's throat? Yep, because um, she then gave Labian- Mr. LaBianca 14 more puncture runes <laughs> with a carving fork. And she left that jutting out of his stomach. Yep. And then she also planted a steak knife in his throat. Jeez. So while all that was ensuing, Manson left. Like he didn't just like wait outside. He legitimately pieced the fuck out. I think and I think, he, and the I the think he
1: literally told them when they were leaving. He was like, "Yeah, just like get a ride back." Yeah, like, he hitchh- he told them to back. hitchhike home. Yeah. Cool. And I wrote
0: in parentheses, "What a guy." Yeah, <laughs> what a guy. Um, the LaBianca scene was discovered on August 10th around 10:30 p.m., which was 19 hours after the crime had been committed. Um, Rosemary had a 15-year-old son from a previous marriage. Um, His name was Frank Struthers, I think is how you say it, and he'd returned home after a camping trip, and he was disturbed by the fact that the shades were still drawn, and then, like, I wrote, and some other shit, because <laughs> something some like shit. a boat was still attached to his stepdad's car, which was off, I guess, so he called his sister and her boyfriend, and the boyfriend, who's Joe Dorgan, accompanied Frank into the house, where they discovered Mr. LaBianca. But luckily, he, they didn't find the mom. Oh they God, just, like, you? called the police. Um, but the LAPD, like, didn't really know how to do their job, apparently. No. And they announced to the press on August 12th that there was no connection yep. between they, the Yeah, they, like, Tate officially said, murders, said there's no connection. Which, are you kidding? Which, you're like, seriously? So, <laughs> that's what I have for the LaBianca murders. So, why don't you start with the aftermath? Because okay. I don't have a ton about it. And (laughs) I feel like you're better at the investigation and trial. part. (laughs) (laughs) So, by
1: the way, we're not going to do this in three parts. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a two-parter.
0: We're just going to give it you all
1: right now. Give it you all. We're just going to give it you all. It's really hot. I'm I'm helter-sweltering right now. And so over this next week, LA went bananas because this happened in two days and they were so gruesome and so awful. And I mean... Come on, LAPD. Like they didn't. Like, the, these are like it was like in this time period. The LAPD was like, what? what's our job though? Like <laughs> it was like so they didn't connect them. Of course, this was this was to be fair. This was before serial killers were like known to be a thing, so mm-hmm. people didn't
0: automatically connect things and be like, this must be the same person.
1: But if you and, have um, three
0: different cases where there's yeah. weird writing and blood on the walls, and it's ex-
1: two days apart from each other, yeah. The same, like crazy, writing on the walls and shit. Like I don't know. After you know, the LAPD is like, yeah, we don't see anything. Even kind of, like they're not like they're not linked. And everybody's like, probably though. The ranch was raided for the first time. Yeah, and it was raided not for the murders, for auto theft, for the family stealing VWs and turning them into dune buggies, which is such a
0: fucking hippie (laughs) thing to do. So hippie, everything is so hippie. Well, and those dune buggies were what they were using to, like, build their underground city in the bottomless pit.
1: Oh, yeah. Ah. Yeah. Um, they got so off on a technicality, there, though. But when they got there, they were like, this is weird that, like, a bunch of people are just like, oh, living yeah, on together this commune. in this weird place. So the charges for that, the technicality that they got off on was that yeah. they wrote the wrong date on the search warrant. Mm -hmm. So, good job. So, like, go LAPD.
0: So. (laughs) Oh, they also seized a bunch of weapons, too. They found, like, a ton of weapons on the ranch. Yes. And they were like, interesting, question
1: mark. And that's... So, when they were raided, Charlie was like, so someone's snitching. But he was like, it can't be any of my family members because they are such upstanding citizens that there's no way that these amazing group of men and women would ever turn their back on me.
0: However.
1: (laughs) So, there was... A man named Donald Shorty Shea. Samesies. And he was a stuntman that was working on Spawn Ranch. He, like, took care of the horses. Okay. Charlie and him did not like each other to begin with. And Charlie was like, it's that guy. (laughs) Like, he's snitching. I know it. Even though, like, who the hell even knows if this guy knew. So they figured Charlie was like, you know what? We got to take care of him. So... This is when Charlie actually did have involvement. Oh, yeah. He doesn't yep. admit to it. He says he still didn't have any. But he he said. said he was there. He just said he didn't do it. So this was about 20 days after the, the murders occurred. It was on August 20, Around August 28th, 1969. So it was Charlie, Tex, a guy named Bruce Davis, Steve Grogan, Bill Vance, and Larry Bailey, who are all family members. Okay. They took Shay for a ride right in the middle of this ride rogan struck him with a pipe wrench from the back seat and Tex started stabbing him in the car like out of nowhere so they took him behind spawn ranch to like a hill area and they just stabbed him to death out there charlie said he was there but he didn't do anything like he was still just telling people what to do so he was like yeah i don't do anything his body wasn't found until december 1977 rogan had to actually draw a map to his remains because there was this rumor that he was cut into nine pieces. Was he, though? I don't know. Wow. I don't know if it's been substantiated, but... So Charlie, like, when he was living, when people would ask him about it, he was like, I don't want to be a snitch, so I'm not going to give you details about it. Like, he wouldn't give them where his body was, he wouldn't give them anything, because he was like, I don't want to be a snitch. Because well, he was fucking brought up in the prison system. Like, like fuck off,
0: man. Yeah, you're like, still an asshole. On, man.
1: So, this is... When he did this... This is when he had the family like ready for war. Like he was like, It's oh, yeah. happening. Whoa.
0: In their minds it was happening right now. Yeah.
1: So that's when the second raid happened on the ranch mm-hmm. for auto theft and possession of stolen firearms. Charlie wasn't there for that. Okay. Then there was another raid on August twelfth, nineteen sixty nine. Charlie was there. And he was arrested, he correct? He hid. Wanna know where he hid? Yeah. He was curled up in a tiny cabinet beneath a sink when they found him and the reason they found him was because some of his hair was sticking out of it oh my and the God, police charlie. officer said that he never would have looked
0: in there because it was so teeny tiny but his hair was but his hair out. was sticking out because charlie it's fucking luscious locks <laughs> and i mean they weren't so luscious towards he's the so end he's so
1: fucking hippie yeah. so hippie i just hit the lamp i'm sorry oh. if you can hear that
0: Like the ding 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 ding. ding 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 ding
1: um so he got arrested they all got arrested. like a bunch of them got arrested i
0: relate to charlie because i
1: feel like my hair would out. your me. hair would out leave. You. <laughs> you would get caught yeah i would and so they were all like the family was arrested for like firearms possession like like basically traffic violations kind of thing yeah like minorish small small time crook things so they were so excited that they were arrested for that and that they were like we're gonna get out of here oh my god that they started singing all over the place like they were all just singing but the shit that they were singing was fucked up was from the white album so the police What a bunch of
0: fucking cause morons Cause that's what they've been listening
1: to So they were just like We're just gonna sing this So then the police were like Huh
0: You guys really like the Beatles so You like the Beatles You heard of Helter Skelter Somebody or wrote Helter
1: Skelter Which I'm gonna go on a limb And say they meant to write Helter Skelter
0: Well yeah Huh
1: There's something magical about unboxing Somehow this connected back to the biker gangs that they were selling. Yeah, that's
0: too. I got confused there, but I knew it that. got a
1: little like complicated because the biker gangs were biker still gangs. pissed at
0: the family, exactly. And the biker
1: gangs said that this that Charlie was trying to hire them as bodyguards when like heat started coming on them, right? And while he was doing this, he was alluding to the idea that they were involved in these murders. He never came out and said it, but, but that's they were like why they he's definitely help. alluding to it. So of course. Everything's starting to come in. They're all like, hmm, this is all come- starting to connect. And then fucking Susan Atkins bragged to her cellmate
0: that she was part of the murders. Which, of course, it all comes down to fucking crazy so, yeah. Sue.
1: So that's when it all fucking crumbled. Like, they were just like, well, cool, Sue.
0: Also, why is that, like, a brag? Because she's a fucked no, up I know. monster. Yeah. Like, girl. Like, she's just like, she's she probably like, just wanted to start, person. like, running shit.
1: And she was like, let me tell you what I did. Yeah. I killed a defenseless pregnant woman who begged for her mother. Like, cool. You're a super badass, Susan. Ugh. Fuck off. I think she's dead. I want to check that. I'll Google it. Because I want to, like, be like, fuck you, Susan. You keep talking and I'll Google. Yeah, fuck Susan. So, December 1st, 1969, Tex, Krenwinkel, and Kasabian were picked up. And because, like, fingerprints were found at the Tate residence. Because Charlie did an awesome job cleaning up. Um, they also found the clothes and knives and the revolver that they used that night because they just tossed that shit out the window that night. Like, they just tossed them into a field. So um, it's like, good
0: job. Side note, Susan Atkins died of a brain tumor. Ha ha. I thought she did. Ha that
1: bitch. Bye. So, <laughs> uh, it was June 15th, 1970, was the first day that Charlie went to court. Right now, they had Tex Krenwinkel and... So they had Tex, Krenwinkle, Susan Atkins. They had Kasabian, and they also picked up Leslie Van Houten, who was part of the LaBianca La Mur- Mur- Murders. Murders. LaBianca M- M- Murders. She was part of the LaBianca Murders.
0: What so, was she part
1: of? She was part of the LaBianca Murders. Say one
0: more time. LaBianca
1: Murders. Bad, Ooh, that yeah. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, um, so... This is Linda Kasabian, the one that had only joined a month before the Tate murders, and was the driver, and was trying to tell them to stop, allegedly. Quote, unquote. But she still didn't have a total part in it, like, physically. Um, She became- she flipped. Like, flipped on Charlie. Like, boom, I've only been a part of this a month. Fuck you guys. I don't want to go down for this. Right. So she became the prosecution's main witness, like, star witness. Because she was fucking right there. She flipped and got immunity because of this, so- which I, I don't, don't know. really know if she should have gotten immune. I mean, I don't know. But they had it's, to do what they had yeah, to do. They got a lot of info from her. So Manson, Atkins, Krenwinkel, and Ben Houghton were all on one, like, their, their charges trial. were all happening. And then Tex had a separate trial. Okay. They were all up on seven counts of murder and one count of conspiracy. Okay. Uh, Manson wanted to act as his own attorney a la bundy woof bundy
0: but definitely like did a better job he did manson don't yeah. ever try to act as your own anything exactly and so he was so bananas like
1: cuckoo nutman that they were day. like
0: yeah you can't do
1: that yeah. like they just said no like they were like we can't let you you're insane like you're not clinically insane but you're insane well the
0: courtroom would have <laughs> just been like a fucking crazy it would have been insane. Bin.
1: and so they were like no so because of this, he showed up on the first day of trial with an X carved into his forehead because they didn't let him be an attorney, so he X'd himself out. That's what he said. Like, this was him X'ing himself out you of know, society. Because the thought the, the man kept him down. So that, at that point, all the family members showed up with X's carved into their own foreheads. Jesus. Including not just the other defendants, like all Grand the Winkle, family, and Van Houten and Watkins, and all them. People, they parts members of the family were gathered outside of the courthouse, like protesting him being. Well, up and they on were trial. kneeling.
0: They said they were going to kneel outside the courtroom yep. until
1: he was acquitted. And they would show up. So they showed up with the exes on their forehead. Just They're all songs. singing his
0: songs. They're all like, you know, doing whatever. Um, do you think they believed like the other members who weren't there? Do you think they believed that they didn't do it? I think that what
1: they were saying, I think, was that he he didn't have anything to do with it, and that. He should be free because he's like a guru, okay. And he's a love bug of, from sent from above, basically. A love bug,
0: some, I love that. <laughs> I wow. think that's
1: not a quote, but I don't think so. I'm but sure it should, one have have them would been. Have someone should it. have said yeah. it. I wouldn't like he's that, a wouldn't a be love out of place. Sent from, from above, above. <laughs> yeah. Flowers, <laughs> Filter
0: skeelter, feelter, skeelter, Filter
1: swelter, because I'm sweating my ass oh. off right now. Helter, so. swelter in. Cool. <laughs> so it was um some of the people that were sitting outside were like um like names that people might know are sandra good and squeaky from squeaky oh, from was a big one out there for me i'll play a quick little clip of her telling them why like why, why charlie's, charlie's where it's at yeah. and why he didn't do anything and we need to just love him squeaks <laughs> so here you go squeaks he's uh, once in a
2: once-in-a-lifetime soul he's he's a spirit He's got a lot of spirit. He's got more heart and spirit than anyone I've ever met. And he's truthful. Oh, well, I definitely um, went after him. When I saw that he wasn't pushing and that he had spirit and that he understood me, I went. To this day, Firm insists Manson is innocent.
0: She says during the Tate LaBianca murders, she was at the Spawn Ranch with other family members. She doesn't recall where Manson was, but claims he didn't kill anyone.
2: I know he didn't. I have no question about that. Uh, he definitely should be out. He didn't kill anybody, and um, we were, I take responsibility for that. I would rather be in because I know I laid a lot of my thinking in his mind.
1: So yeah. So that's what okay, Squeak Squeaky. Said. <laughs> so Squeaky had no nothing to do with the murders. So she just kind of like was like. Ah. I'm just squeegee from but great name she got a great name out of really it she really did she really did even though it came from a nasty it ass did. place but it's cute and she was cute yeah she was unfortunately so well she didn't do anything. she's out now i think like she was sentenced to life in prison but i think she's out wait did she go did she she went to prison for pulling the gun on um ford Oh right, right. right. Okay, she, okay, she was supposed to go for life. I think she's out now, though. Oh Because she didn't go for this because she had nothing to do with it. Okay, I was just confused for a second. But, I was um, like, wait, did I miss a huge part of this? Well, and then family members started threatening people, like former family members, to keep them from testifying, so because they didn't want Charlie to get put in jail. That was oh, their damn. main focus was getting Charlie out of here. Right. And everything like, like all the interviews they would give with people because people are like fascinated by this because they're they so fascinating. bananas. Was they would be like charlie didn't do it and he's gonna get out and that like i'm waiting for him to come out like we're gonna sit here until he comes out because he's coming out but like, he,
0: didn't. Sorry, ladies, he did sorry ladies um
1: you think they ever got over it so i don't think so wolf i don't think so so october 5th manson was denied the opportunity to question the prosecution's witness so his response was to jump over the defense table at the judge
0: oh you know that's a great idea yeah
1: like crazy. Like he like pounced at the judge. Good. So the judge was keeping a gun under his robes at this point <gasps> because he was like this Ready guy to so shoot nutman. Manson. Yeah. So at this point when this happened, all the girls, like the family members stood up and
0: were chanting in Latin.
1: Like That's in the courtroom. Scary. Like what the
0: As fuck? As all hell. Yeah. Like what? Cuz they were still on that fucking they were still on that um, Belladonna ride. Yeah. <laughs> they were <laughs> driving a fucking Donna ride floating through the clouds on a on a fog of Belladonna. Shit, <laughs> I don't ever want to do that. Don't. There's do some things that I would like maybe do, but Belladonna is not no, one of you're them. You're not doing Belladonna because no, not, I don't want to. Yeah, you're not gonna. I don't want a Belladonna. Like, I'm good. Having a so say. November
1: 16th, the prosecution rested, and three days later, the defense rested because they were like, you know what, <laughs> <laughs> we just need to rest. <laughs> let's, let's just go. uh January 25th, 1971. Guilty verdict against Charles Atkins, Krenwinkel, and Ben Houghton. Again, Tex was tried separately, but he was obviously also found, found guilty, guilty as well. So after they found out that he was guilty, he shaved his head immediately right. the next day and then because all of them he them said, did. "I'm the devil, and the devil always has a bald head." What? Like, <laughs> like okay. does he? Like, cool. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Charlie, what is your reasoning? Where did your reasoning skills come in? Yeah. And so all the other members, literally all of them shaved their heads too. Like all the girls outside. Oh yeah. All with shaved heads and X's carved into their foreheads. They looked wild. And there is a lot, like I'm going to play a quick clip just so I can like really press what dicks these girls are that were on, like, because they all look like super nice grandmas now, but fuck them because they're evil monsters who literally killed a pregnant woman and like fuck you Mm -hmm. so these girls would come because they have a lot of like footage of them walking down the hallway towards the courtroom because they were always holding hands and and every day they would show up with an x on their forehead or their head shaved or like the same outfit on like they they were a circus and here's a quick clip of them just jauntily singing as they go to their murder trial Literally, you're gross. Like, yeah, like get the fuck out of like, here. Like, and then Leslie's sitting there now, being like, "I should be let out." I'm like, really so old. Really, you're fucking sixty-eight. You can sit there for a while more. Um, so they were all sentenced to die, all of them. But then the death penalty was like, you know, a moratorium on it in California. So less than a year later, it was commuted to life in prison for all of them, which is better. It is, because now they can, and, and honestly, it is it is better, because now we get to watch these people go through parole beg hearings and beg shit. to be let just out. Just like other people exactly. begged for their lives, and so you didn't like, give them their huh, lives, huh. so why
0: would we give you your freedom? Exactly. Fucktards.
1: So, so basically, everybody knows after that, Charlie, you know, just was went just bananas. crazy to watch. He had several ladies want to marry him in prison, which, seriously, ladies. Yeah. But the latest one was, like, Star, I think her name yeah. was. But then he found out that she just wanted to take his corpse after he died and like travel around with it. Did she really? Yeah, she like literally did. Like that was her plan. Whoa! Was after he died, she was going to like travel around with his body. Like she wanted to get him to sign over his like, body, so that she and he was like, sign "Yeah, bitch, you're, to you're and crazier he was than like, me." You are not using my shit to like get like for like a freak show. Yeah, because he
0: was like, "No." He's like, "My whole life was a freak yeah, show." He's like, "No way, Once man. a damn done.
1: I mean, at least he had that so uh and obviously he died last year so
0: r-i-n-p not peace (laughs) woo
1: (laughs) hear that yeah you heard it (laughs) here
0: first and
1: just as like a little thing that this is the thing I wanted to mention. Can I
0: say what's written in all capital letters? Yes. In your notes? <laughs> Sharon Tate's mama was a fierce lady. That's literally what it says in all capital letters in my note. Oh, that's weird that her mom's name was Doris too. Because Doris Tate. I think that's
1: like a big name in the time. Yeah, for but, sure. So her name was Doris Tate, Sharon Tate's mama. Oh, her sister's a fierce lady, her, too. Her sister for... has carried on the, yeah. this legacy, which go them, man. Good job on the Tate family. Because I would have been completely going. destroyed. And Doris Tate, her mama, um, she helped get the Victim's Bill of Rights passed, which allows for victim impact statements passed in California in 1982. So she's the one that allowed like victim impact statements to, to have be an impact, like, an actual impact on the case. So all 50 states now allow victims to speak either written or orally at certain phases of the legal process. And that's according to the National Center for Victims of Crime. Um, She later founded the Coalition on Victims' Equal Rights and worked literally the rest of her life towards victims' rights because of this. In 1992, right before her death that year at age 68. Oh my god, wow, that's an early death. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, she, she probably, yeah, I was going to say. Um, President George H.W. Bush. W. Honored her as one of his thousand points of light. Wow. Which is a big deal. Yeah. Um, so she said, so this is just a quote from her. She said, you can't make sense out of the innocent slaughter of Sharon and the other victims. The most that I or any person touched by violence can hope for is acceptance of the pain. You never forget it, not even with the passage of time. But if in my work I can help transform Sharon's legacy from murder victim to a symbol for victims' rights, I will have accomplished what I set out to do. Oh, my gosh. And she's also, she went to all the parole hearings, and she would literally look at these people when they would be like, well, you know, like, I think I should be let out because I have, like, changed and I'm a model behavior. And, like, they'd, like, beg for their Thing, yeah. and she would literally sit there in front of them and be like did you give my fucking daughter mercy when she was begging for her life like in she would literally sit life. there and be like really fuck her like good she would not let these people sit there and try to get sympathy she was like you just and she would say you deserve nothing like you don't deserve no, you don't mercy. deserve anything like i don't care if you're gonna sit there and pretend that charlie brainwashed you and that you didn't know what you were doing like fuck off you did it you did it still and like good for her because she's, yeah, and now yeah. that her sister is keeping, because she's gone to every one of Leslie Van Houten's pearl hearings. And, and do like, you no. know,
0: just a side note that she, like, sometimes she'll go to, like, visit her sister's grave, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's still people that fall, like, are Manson's followers, oh, quote course. unquote. And they left, like, a jar of broken glass at Sharon Tate's grave and then jumped out at her and started, like, yelling at her. What? Yeah. Isn't that so fucked up? Seriously? Like, what kind of, I don't get it, man. Like, like I don't get it. I I don't understand. An innocent
1: all. person. Like totally innocent person. They just don't give a fuck. They suck, man. So So, <laughs> so.
0: we done did it. So there's Charlie Manson. That was his my fucked first up case up I covered. Yeah, you did so good. And you did that end though. But that's okay. Yeah. Then got boring. So I was just like <laughs> the end got boring. No, I'm just it. kidding. <laughs> it got kind of complicated at the end. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know technicalities by Yeah.
1: It's really just I just know that I'm a hippie and I'm tired. Like I said, the meat and the potatoes were the were the murders. The mothers. You know. So yeah, that's that's Charlie Manson. And I think um we don't have what we're gonna do next week because I'm still trying to decide, but it's not gonna be a heavy hitter. It's going to be Something a little more obscure.
0: Yeah, we want to do an obscure thing. Because um,
1: I know a lot of people dug that uh, Dyatlov Pass w- episode we did about the, you know, the crazy dead Russian. Yep. And the endings and shit. Those are kind of fun. So I'm going to do one like that. I'm going to find one that's kind of obscure, kind of like conspiracy theorist, I think. So we're going to, we'll announce it. 'Cause this is gonna post in a couple days, but I'll announce it as soon as I know which one we're gonna do. So yeah. you guys can get super
0: psyched for it. Super duper psyched. And I won't do basicist research. It's I'll do basicist. I'll do the most. Like research. a notch above. <laughs> I spent so much time researching this. It's true, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. Today Annie's mom walked into the living room and she was like, What are you doing? <laughs> and I was like watching a Charles Manson documentary. Hello. You no, know, no big deal. <laughs> <She> <laughs> Hello.
1: Was <just> like, okay. <laughs> uh so yeah we've and also we've been loving yeah. your messages so i just want to particularly shout out mason d arnold from the right wrong turn podcast because he was so sweet and he gave us like literally like he made our week with his he message. literally made our week so, like, mason, so great. you're fucking awesome i chatted with you for a bit and you're rad <laughs> so and everyone go and listen to him and his friend's to his podcast. podcast because him and his friend tyler do an amazing job they are super into the research and he's awesome podcast is awesome go listen to it and yeah so keep the messages coming because yeah, we, we love, love them. them like seriously i can't even tell you how much they make our like it really it like makes end my up, week like dancing around being like we got a message i'll like text and Selena so nice. and i'll be like did you just see our idea? Should we talk about our idea that we have? Oh, yes. So, we are thinking of doing a Patreon because we love doing this. We're having so much fun doing this and we want to continue doing this. We do have a couple of expenses that we need to, you know, like podcast hosting and all that good yeah. stuff, equipment. You know, we want to get better at like, audio eventually. Bit, and we do want to start doing some merch for yeah. you guys. So, you know, we need to have a little bit of cashish to do that. So we're going to try to do a Patreon. We're going to make it live in a little bit.
0: We and we'll do wanna... stuff for you guys. Like, And our... that's
1: what we're, th- we're just trying to come up with some cool
0: rewards for yeah. you guys. We'll for do like donating. different episodes that only you guys can listen yeah, to. Yeah, like we th-
1: we're thinking of doing like smaller bonus episodes yeah. that you get, you know, you'll be able to get just through the... Re- Patreon yeah, levels, sure. basically, and we'll do so. We want to again. We want to do merch. Maybe we'll like do Give you shout outs on the podcast for do sure. Shout outs, like you know, we're gonna come up with some cool stuff. So be on the lookout for that. Um, follow us on Instagram at yes. Morbid Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Morbid Podcast, and find like us our Facebook on Facebook. Page. Um, rate and review, please. Yeah, we've gotten the reviews some nice reviews. Are amazing, and they're making us smile. And they're making us want to keep doing this and keep doing it better and better. And honestly, the podcast community, like other podcasters
0: are so nice. I
1: can't, like, it is literally like a little family, especially the True yeah. Crime podcast. Like, I, in general, podcasters seem to be
0: pretty rad. So rad. I mean, we're pretty rad, so. I think I'm rad. Obviously. I don't know about you. But,
1: but just make sure to rate and review. You can find us anywhere. Subscribe, please. Yeah. Because the more you do that, the more we're going to bump up in the... And the ratings, and the more we can do, maybe Spotify will finally let us on their yeah, Spotify. App Spotify. We're trying to get on Spotify. We're waiting for them to get back. They take forever, so long. Please let us on Spotify, please. We're on everything else. Literally, So find us. You know, Google, iTunes, Podbean, TuneIn, Stitcher, Blubbery, <laughs> Blueberry. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. So we will see you. We're gonna post. We're gonna post this very soon. Yeah. And I will let you guys know what the next episode is going to be. Until then, sit on pins and needles because it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And we
0: hope you keep listening. And we hope you keep it weird. Bye. 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 Follow Morbid on the Wondery app, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to episodes early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you're listening to this podcast, then chances are good you are a fan of The Strange, Dark, and Mysterious. And if that's true, then you're in luck.